Mr. Linkletter, welcome to Norfolk. We're glad you're here. I've been wanting to sit in a little chair ever since I was a little boy to talk to you, so this yeah. is a real pleasure. Thank you. I'm uh, sitting in my chair because I'm 94 and I don't want to stand up. That's unbelievable. You've been all over the city today, too. Yeah. I mean, you've been hustling. I've been on battleships. I've been on Pat Robertson and a lot of radio and TV. Now, I understand you can't go home until you've sold X number of books. Are you there? She'd like to have me there all the time, whether I sold any books or not. I love it. You know, I, you shared an anecdote about uh, coming back from an award ceremony that your wife uh, humbled you. I've got to say, I shared that story with my wife, and she said, oh, you could have used so much more humbling. Me, I could. Yeah. You want to share that story with the viewer? Well, I, what I was talking about, my wife and I, when we were married, on the way out of the church, she whispered to me, if the Lord will make you successful, I will keep you humble. And of course... <laughs> She's failed miserably. I told the story later of on my way home from an award where I got the Will Rogers Award. And in the limousine, I said to her, it was a lovely evening, and it's true what the man said. There's not too many truly great men alive today. And Lois said, there's one less than you think there is. <laughs> now, I've been married 28 years, about f almost, what, 50 years less than you, right? Yeah. And my wife is still trying to humble me, and well, it's they, not working. They can't do it, and they really wouldn't want you humble. No. One of the things I want to talk to you about that's very important to our community is early childhood development. Yeah. And when I think of, ironically, when I think of little kids, I think of Art Linkletter. You've got some tremendous <laughs> stories, but I want you to kind of talk to the viewer about, as a parent or a friend of a small kid, what do you see <clears throat> as our role? Well, I'll tell a kid's story that tells it. I had a little boy on the air one day, and I said, if you were going to heaven, what two things would you take with you? He said, I'd take my mother and father. I said, that's sweet. Why would you take them? He said, because I think they'd have more time for me up there. And the audience went, uh, because we're all so busy, both women and men working now. When I was young, 10% of the women worked. And they were all either nurses or teachers. Now you have half of the jobs in the country with women and more than half as entrepreneurs. So you have two people filled with stress and problems during the day. They come home and the child's waiting. And it's not like uh, the time when you're just having a little fun and leisure time with the kid. We are not spending enough time. It's impossible to select quality time and make up for lost time. And of course, the children today, unfortunately, are being given an avalanche of terrible adult information far beyond their grasp by the internet. I would never let a small child of mine today have a computer and a room with a locked, uh, with a shut door. And also today, um, of course in schools today, our biggest problem is that 40% of the children are dropping out in high school. Think of that. And almost 50% of the teachers after five years. So something is wrong there. Now, um the reading to a kid. We're, here we are in a bookstore. Yeah. A lot of these books are geared toward kids. A lot are geared toward uh, the adults. Uh, yeah. You read to kids? Oh, yes. I've always read. And I've been read to, and I've, I've had five children, eight grandchildren, and 17 great-grandchildren. And I read to them always because books are the great opening to the rest of the world for you, the adventure. And, the, and, the, and my partner, who is in this book with me, Mark Victor Hansen, he made a fortune out of a series called Chicken Soup for the Soul. So it's a working book and a lot of funny stories. One of my favorite in there is the little old lady with the Alzheimer's that I was talking to up in Cincinnati. 
And when my lecture was through, I went down and gave her my picture, and she looked quizzically at it at me, and I said, D do you know who I am? She said, no, but if you'll go to the front desk, they'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? On that story, I'm going to ask you to sign this for my stepmother, who's going through some tough times. I think your inspiration is, uh, would oh, be good yes, for her. yes. And it's full of inspiration. What's her first name? It's Bev. Poor Bev. How old a woman is she? I'm on TV. I can't tell. She's a young, young gal. Right, yeah. 67. I'll just put a heart. There we go. La ladies of all ages like hearts. My, well, and you have been a heart. I've had the same wife, you know, for 70 years. And she has been living those entire years under the shadow of a confession of mine when we were married. That is, and I'm going to try to be true to you in Hollywood, but if you ever see me going into a closet with Sophia Loren, don't knock. <laughs> well, I think I see a couple of women out here who look like Sophia Loren, so I'm going to leave you so you can if go you, see them. If you do, I think you should get your eyes tested. <laughs> well, I'll be right around the corner. There's only one Sophia Loren, and Thank she's 75. A youngster? Yeah, 94. That's just right for me. Well, thank you very much for joining me on Norfolk Perspectives.